Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Hello and welcome back to another Online Marketing for Doctors podcast. Uh, For our first time listeners out there, this is the first Australian healthcare marketing podcast channel designed to help motivated practitioners implement clever, effective marketing ideas to grow and scale their practice. Thank you very much for joining us on the show today. I'm your host, Stephen Tate, and my co-host here is Hui Yin Chung. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, uh, and welcome to your 2020. Uh, hope happy, that, New uh, happy New Year. Hope everyone uh, had a good break out there, and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, today, we're excited about a topic uh, that comes up quite frequently with uh, a lot of the clients that we deal with, and that's uh, how to increase their new patient conversion rate by removing the price barrier. Seems like that uh, with most procedures today, price always becomes a main sticking point for patients as there is sort of this race to the bottom now to try to find the cheapest options to make sure that they can afford any particular procedure, whether or not that involves making the right decisions for their own personal health. So uh, today what we'd like to do is kind of look at one of those options on how to remove uh, the price as being a barrier for choosing procedures. And to join us... Uh, for discussing this topic a little bit further, I'd like to introduce you to our guest on this show, Mr. Tim Boone from TLC, otherwise known as Total Lifestyle uh, Credit. Hello, how are you? Tim, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Now, Tim Boone uh, has successfully run his own uh, consumer loan company called Mac Credit uh, for 12 years. And he recently sold that uh, company in 2016. At the time, uh, they had done over 70,000 patients, uh, taking in over $800 million in personal medical funding loans. Uh, he founded uh, TLC uh, and is pioneering the way that patient treatments are funded nationally and internationally. Well, thank you very much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Uh, first off, can you tell us, just uh, our loyal listeners here, a little bit more about yourself and uh, maybe a little bit more about how you got started uh, with Total Lifestyle Credit? Lovely. Yeah, thank you for, uh, very much for having me. I initially started uh, funding the medical sector back in 2004. Um, I saw that there was a huge divide between the cost of treatment and the accessibility it gave to a lot of patients that didn't have the financial means to be able to come up with the funds directly. And uh, launching TLC um, 18 months ago, um, I really wanted to create a new patient platform so that it catered for a larger, broader market space and as such um, gave patients a better opportunity to be able to utilise medical and dental specialists and have the treatment sooner rather than later. And that's been my mantra since 2004, was that we wanted to make sure that patients didn't shop around because of price, um, but they chose the doctor uh, to get the right procedure. And I think that's really important um, in this day and age, um, especially with the amount of providers that are out there in the market space. Um, You know, the patient is provided with the right information so that they can then um, get the right result for themselves. Sure. Can you explain maybe a little bit more about how uh, how you are unique uh, from some of the other competitors out there? Yeah, so um, so TLC um, 
um, I had to create a model that provided a solution, like I said, to a, a larger, broader market. Mm-hmm. So as such, I didn't want to just adhere to one product or one option. Um, so as such, we have seven different funding options available for seven different types of patients. Um, this allows us to not only provide um, some of the lowest interest rates in Australia, um, we can also provide solutions for clients that are solely on Centrelink incomes, um, clients that have new credit files, uh, clients that have only been um, um, employed for six months casual, um, clients that um, uh, might not have completed their um, um, financial returns who are self-employed. And as such, it gives um, a, a far broader opportunity to maximise not only that client obtaining the solution for their treatment and getting the full amount of funds. And we're very unique in the sense that we cover every single component as well with regard to the surgery costs. So um, surgery fees, anaesthetist, hospital, aftercare, device, flights, accommodation, anything affiliated as having a result of um, having the treatment at the clinic, um, which allows the patient then to not have any um, extra ongoing fees that come out of having a treatment. Well, you've uh, been in this industry now for since 2004, Yeah. Uh, so you've got a lot of experience here that we'd love to tap uh, to just sort of understand, because I guess, as you know, you know, pricing is one of the top criteria for patients when considering medical procedures, including surgery, uh, and it can be a real huge barrier. So, yeah, how, how do you think clinics can, you know, using your services or payment plan services, remove this pricing friction? Well, you know, it's a really interesting fact. I've always known from the sales and marketing background that I have that um, every business has um, two points to their specific model. One is concept and one is price. And when you are providing a service out there in the market space and your sales team are delivering the concept to a client, the majority then procrastinate when it comes to price point. Because of the nature of the medical space, you know, a patient is going to be provided the service once they've been paid, and 99.5% of the time they're unbelievably happy with that service. It's usually the price point that is the factor as to why someone doesn't move forward. And that's simply put down to a couple of key factors. People have a predisposed idea of how much they're willing to spend. The medical space is still a vertical where people really don't understand um, how costings and charges are affiliated and um, because the industry is you know specifically almost recession proof um, you know dentists and doctors fees are never going to dissipate over time as such so um, where other industries they will and as such people have a predisposed idea of how much they're willing to spend And it's also relatable to their income. Uh, Nowadays, people are very lifestyle conscious. They're aware of their fortnightly or monthly income coming into their account. And, you know, when someone uh, starts to talk about an $8,000 procedure, you know, it um, can sometimes cause that slowdown point of them going, look, I'll think about it now, I'll do it in 12 months. Not knowing that, you know, not having that treatment sooner rather than later could, you know, um, help them you know, get back on track or, you know, get them a procedure at the right price point before, you know, um, prices go up as such. So um, what I try and do is create a model where people are able to be able to facilitate and purchase the entire suite of products from the doctor and pay off in their own speed. Mm -hmm. And I think the transparency there, as opposed to having an interest-free option, gives the client a complete control on, this is a minimum payment that fits my budget, 
but an option where I can pay it off as quickly as I wish. This sounds beneficial then for both parties. Uh, it's something that obviously works well for the patient, the prospective uh, patient who's looking to get something done, but also the, the business. Well, I mean, look, businesses, you know, essentially sell a service and it comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, the difference between those two services are concept. So the um, fundamental issue with some of the businesses is that, um, you know, they believe that if the clients don't have the funds, then they should be accessing them. And that's not how the market space is today. Um, you know, there's been a huge change in the market space with private health insurance. Um, you know, over 55% of the population don't actually have private health insurance now. So the, the value add that they put in medical is not the same as it was 10 years ago. And as such, you've got to be flexible in allowing um, as many options and providing as many options to your clients so that they're aware of how they can access your service. Mm-hmm. And if you're not providing that out there in the market space, then you're losing at least one in three clients. Right. What are your experiences with practices that do implement a payment plan? You know, Are they seeing sort of a, an increasing conversion? Look, the, the clinic is there to provide the medical solution to the client. Um, and we don't like to mar or muddy the water for them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, my team are specifically here to service the patient for them. So another unique factor about TLC is we actually have a um, physical presence so that our account manager team actually service that patient from start to finish. And, um, and I think that that's a massive game changer in the fact that so many of these fintech businesses have now providing a automated service where um, you don't physically speak to anyone, especially when you're going for a high-end treatment. Um, people want to talk about what's going on before they move forward. So um, with TLC, they actually physically get to speak to someone, but it means that um, it's not enforced on the clinic to have to complete um, you know, huge application forms or submit documentation. Everything is privately done by my team. Um, so what we do is we provide a really simple uh, patient point form, which takes um, the clinic member about um, 20 seconds to complete with the patient. Um, they then submit it through. It's coded under the clinic name. Um, it's then picked up by one of my team. We actually then conduct the whole conversation with the client to see if they're applicable. Um, if that patient isn't unfortunately applicable, um, we can accept a family member or partner to uh, apply on the patient's behalf. Um, so that you know, obviously assists a lot of businesses that work you know, in the pediatric sector as well. Um, so parents on behalf of children as well. We conduct the whole process. It's all privately done through us. Um, we um, always fund directly into the patient's account um, and we update the clinic 24 hours before the funding goes through and the uh, clinic then simply call the client and go, great, we've just been updated and then they organise treatment and surgery day. A lot of times surgery day, you know, for high anaesthetic or medical treatments are done at least three to six months and usually clinics want to be paid at least six weeks before so we usually get the funding organised prior to that. But we can do cancellations and uh, we can actually have a client approved in six hours for them if we've got an emergency patient to deal with. You're touching on the, the point here of the level of work that the clinics have, themselves might have to take on in these processes. And it sounds like with your particular uh, payment plan option, it's actually really quite limited because that's actually a, a common barrier for a lot of clinics that 
don't want yeah, to well, that handle thing. all that kind of uh, work, extra workload. Right? Absolutely. And look, you know, the, 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 the one thing that I've always adhered to over the last 15 years is that we do not want um, their business model to change. Um, all we simply want to make sure they do is allow people um, and, and patients that are coming into their clinic to know what is available and how accessible their services are because the majority of people out there would like to know the options um, and not telling people invariably then you know um, creates that procrastination point because you know price point is that factor my service is completely free we do not charge any holdback or service costs to the clinic whatsoever there's no linked credit act fees either so um, you know if a clinic is charging eight thousand dollars that's how much we'll be paying the patient um, so it's a massive value add for the business um, but also, you know, from the perspective of a clinic team, when they're speaking to a patient and um, they're talking about an $8,000 treatment and they, um, you know, refer it as a payment plan option of, you know, $50 a week, that's a hell of a lot more palatable to a large demographic. Uh, $50 a week fits a budget over $8,000 is a cash flow implication sure. up front. Um, and the great thing about our products is, you know, we offer, um, uh, if not the lowest of um, interest rate risk rates in the market space. So if you've got great credit file scores, you're going to get really great um, interest rates. Um, there's complete options for any um, MBS or private health rebates to be put straight back onto the payment plan at no charge, and the patient can pay it off in a month if they want to. Um, and the great thing about it is, is that once the patient's paid it off, they've got no secondary debt. They're, they can't go out and buy a fridge. It's specifically for that medical treatment. Um, so we're not creating secondary debt for patients out there they're uh, utilizing the service for that specific treatment and once they've paid it off that's it it's finished another i guess uh, concern that we hear from a lot of clinics uh, and practices that are, are thinking about taking on payment plans is obviously APRA's role in, in this and what, what how could they you know get around sort of marketing or presenting that they have uh, payment plan options. I don't yeah, know. I don't know if you have any. Sort of yeah, look, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, the APRA is you know protecting the patient, and we want to make sure the patient is provided with the right amount of information, and that's why the TLC's business model enables the patient to be able to interact with us as opposed to the clinic. Um, and APRA love that. The, the other side to it is, is that we always pay directly to the patient, so the onus is always on the patient then. Um, we we um, update the clinic to let them know that the patient's been funding, but um, from that point, the uh, patient is the one that organises the uh, invoice transfer to the surgery, to the anaesthetist and hospital, and it means that um, the patient is then making the right decision about whom they're having their treatment with. You know, the other great thing about it is, you know, we provide in-house brochures where they're allowed, uh, allowed to use. Uh, we've got the patient point form as well, which isn't a finance application. It's just a uh, simplistic fact finder about the patient as such. Um, you're, you're now allowed to mention on your website that you've got payment plans available. But the biggest thing is that um, clinics now um, in-house are are able to talk about payment solutions. And I think this is where um, you've really got to be proactive because um, I can't reiterate this enough. If you're not letting your um, uh, walk-in patients know what's available, you're not providing them the best solution in the market space. And where it was you know, maybe offensive 15 years ago to offer someone 
a payment plan. Now it's part of um, um, people's lifestyle. Um, you know, people have retracted completely away from credit cards. Um, they're, you know, a, um, a great product to have for an emergency, but it's not um, something that really is and um, works well and utilized in this specific space. Um, because, you know, creating a credit card creates secondary debt for a client as well. Um, but, you know, with regards to APRA, the, um, the, the process always in that specific space can be slow to a certain degree, mm -hmm. um, but we're certainly moving forward in the right direction. And um, the fact that APRA have kind of moved their guidelines to allow businesses, you know, in all medical sectors to be able to um, at least converse with clients about what is available and how it is, I think is a real uh, plus point. Um, but again, the integration couldn't be any simpler because the whole process is managed by my team. You've just got to let people know that TLC is available. Correct. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think it's important that uh, our listeners, the, the, the practices, the practitioners out there understand that this is something that they are sort of allowed to publicize and allowed to talk about. Because, like you mentioned earlier, it's an important part of the product that they're providing. Absolutely. That everyone understands sort of the, the cost and how it can be affordable. Uh, and I think as well, Steve, that, you know, from, from that perspective, because the process with us, there's no sign-up fees, there's no management fees, there's no holdback fees, there's absolutely no liability back on any of the clinics. Mm. It's a no-brainer from their perspective where, you know, um, interest-free and other providers charge holdback charges and, um, you know, the funds are paid directly into their account. Um, a lot of clinics don't like that because they've then got to manage the flow and, you know, um, it's it, it's not on their time, it's on someone else's time. And as such, it puts a lot of pressure on the medical staff then to um, perform not only as a medical um, staff member but also having to do hordes and hordes of paperwork where, you know, with TLC an account manager will manage your patient from start to finish. Um, and as such, it should give you anywhere between 20 to 30% growth. And who doesn't want 20 to 30% growth? Absolutely. <laughs> How does a payment plan maybe help patients with sort of those unknowns? Or is there any sort of surprising additional costs, I guess, when it comes to medical events that payment plans can be beneficial? Look, you know, the, fun, the funny thing is that's a really good question um, because um, – Probably one of the first things that came about when I started uh, funding the medical sector um, all those years ago was that the, the amount of times patients had been presented with a um, um, invoice of um, treatment costs and then didn't realise that there was an extra, you know, X amount of dollars for compression vest or pharmaceutical fees or um, uh, aftercare services or... Um, you know, accommodation of flights, um, a, a whole myriad of different costs that come out as, as a result of it. And I think that's where I truly believe a lot of businesses lose sales because, you know, it might be an, an additional charge of $1,000, but it can really irk a client to go, well, you told me it was this price point. I didn't realize I had all these other costs as well. Sure. Um, and that's why so many patients like using TLC is because we cover absolutely all the costs. And hypothetically, if we're covering $10,000 worth of treatment and um, they only end up using 8000 Whatever they don't use, they can put straight back onto the payment plan at no charge. Sure. You know, we've been discussing the ways of making uh, the cost more manageable. 
Are there additional strategies that you know that might be of interest to our listeners and how to sort of maybe afford? Basically, we have our own credit license, which mm-hmm. means that we adhere to the um, consumer credit code. Um, so we're not a payday lender. Um, we don't provide interest-free. It means that um, um, we the patient has to be able to show that they can make the minimum repayment um, and afford the um, ongoing repayments. But what we do is we really try and make sure that we can um, provide a solution to a client so it fits their budget. Um, so we do flexible terms all the way up to seven years for medical. And even though seven years does sound quite daunting, because there's no exit or early payout fee, um, the, the client can pay it off as quickly as they wish. But um, it allows them just to have a simple minimum payment so it doesn't overly affect their overall lifestyle and put them in financial stress. But they have the option of making additional payments at any time, whenever they want as well. And I think that's, um, you know, uh, what we deal with in every walks of life. When we buy a house, it comes with a mortgage, mm-hmm. and the mortgage is relatable to your lifestyle cost. Mm-hmm. When you buy a car, the car's price is relatable to your lifestyle cost. And it's exactly the same as this. You know, not going ahead with the correct medical treatment um, could end up costing you a lot down the line. You know, so, you know, I can't stress this enough. Do not shop around because of price. Shop around because you, you believe you'll get the right result. But getting the right result in your in the medical space um, can mean so much for your health and your well-being and your self-esteem so that you can move forward in life. And avoid future costs. And avoid future <laughs> costs. down the road. Absolutely. Right? Which could turn into a larger cost all on its own. So uh, that's some great advice. Well, I mean, if we were to pick your brain for any final advice uh, for any of the practices or uh, clients that we have that are maybe listening on, onto this podcast here that maybe are still on the fence with whether or not they should uh, incorporate a payment, payment plan option into their practice, uh, do you have any, any sort of advice for them? Uh, Look, um, I think um, each business model, um, depending on obviously price, you know, we fund from two to $50,000. Um, so like I said, we don't do, um, payday, um, areas of 2000 and below. Um, so the, the best advice I can give to businesses is that, um, you, you do not know until you try. And, um, the, the upside to it is, is that it hasn't cost you anything so that your business model hasn't had to change. You haven't had to integrate loads of different software or, um, um, you know, I provide a really simple, um, um, training up staff for all the staff and um, the flow effect should increase business but at the end of the day if you're not providing that solution out there you can't complain about sales sure. because at the end of the day um, you're only as good as the products you're able to offer which is why you know um, I have seven different funding options to cater for seven different types of clients and every business out there wants to be able to expand their demographic they want to be able to um, provide a uh, solution of their product or service to a larger catchment and with a payment solution you can do that because you're telling people that um, your service or product is accessible and here's an option of how you can access it and it should um, then result in more sales which everyone wants which everyone wants <laughs> everyone wants more sales well Tim thank you very much for joining us yeah. on the thank you for having us uh, we've enjoyed this conversation immensely and hopefully it's provided some good information for our listeners 
if anyone is interested in knowing a little bit more about Tim or TLC, we'll include links and some material into the show notes for this podcast. Thank so you can download those uh, below. Uh, for anyone who's this is your first time uh, listening to the show uh, and you want to stay in tune uh, with more of our offerings, uh, just click on the subscription bell there uh, to find out more when our next podcast shows are. Otherwise, that's it for today's podcast. Tim, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. (laughs) And we look forward to having you on the next show. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.